Hey, you're listening to The Real Kathy Lee on the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. Thanks for joining me as I share my mom sessions. It's basically my imperfect journey of motherhood. Be prepared to laugh, maybe cry, but hopefully you're going to be encouraged as I share my failures, successes, and offer some tips I've learned along the way. And remember, you've got this. Hey, I want to start out today's show by thanking our sponsors. First of all, the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. They are so great to bring you this podcast every single week. And then this episode is brought to you by a new movie. It's called The Miracle Season. It's about the star volleyball player who dies tragically beginning of a season and how a team rallies and they bring back their team. They inspire an entire community. You're not going to miss it. Starring Helen Hunt, William Hurt. It's directed by the same director that did Soul Surfer, Sean McNamara. It is released in some theaters April 6th. It's released worldwide April 13th. You can learn more. MiracleSeason.movie. I know I'm marking it on my calendar to take my family. You're going to want to take your family as well. Thanks for listening. Let's get to the show. Okay, so I am so glad you guys are back with us this week. So the last couple of weeks I've rambled. I've been traveling. It's been that busy season, and I've been going to Fort Worth, and we were in South Carolina. And actually, next week, I am pre-recording because I'm going on a cruise with my daughter. It's her senior year. Can't believe. Got another one graduating, and we are taking a cruise. So you're going to get another podcast next week, but it won't be me live. It'll be me like, you know, on a cruise ship thinking about you. But this week, before we get to the cruise, you have a special treat in store for you. I remember, gosh, it was about a year and a half ago, I went to this conference and I get this text from Christy. You all know Christy. She's been on the show before. She's like, oh my gosh, you have to go meet this girl, Dr. Angie. I was at a training with her and you have to go meet her. I think she's at the same conference you're at. And Christy gets so excited, and so I go find her, and sure enough, she was there. And you know those people you meet, and instantly you're like, hmm, what is it about that person I really like? You don't even know them. You don't know anything about them. There's just this chemistry, this energy that you feel, and that's how it was with Dr. Angie. So I see you're with Facebook friends, and I see you're off traveling, and I thought, you know what? The few minutes I've spent with this woman, I have loved what she has said. And if that's the case for me, I bet it's going to be the case for you. So... Without any more rambling, here we are this week, Dr. Angie. I'm so glad you're here. I am blessed, humbled, and excited as well for this opportunity, for sure. Yay. Well, I I love your passion, and I'm a passionate girl. And so whenever I meet someone else who has that high-energy passion, I feel like we kind of conquer the world together. Yes, I would agree, and it's funny, um, ironic that at this particular mom's event that we were at, I actually had a booth. I do. Uh, I'll tell a little bit about myself, but at this at this event is an event that I started my momhood at. So it was where I began understanding the pre- professionalism of mother- motherhood as a whole, not just being a mom, but it is a professional components, not just staying at home in your pajamas till noon. And if you're in your pajamas till noon, it's because you haven't had a chance to get out of them, not because you're lounging on the couch, right? So, oh, uh, so true. Your, yes. So for your folks that are listening, I am a proud mama of three. So I have a singleton son that is his junior year in engineering school. And then I have a set of girl-girl twins and my babies, they're 18 They're about to travel abroad this summer as au pairs in a couple other countries, so that's going to be a neat experience for them. Um, How great is that? That sounds good. Oh, yeah. I mean, totally fun. I'm like, okay, you need to go someplace at least three months 
so that I can work it in my schedule to come visit while you're over there. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, if they need another visitor, let me know. I'll take them a care package. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was saying. I'm like, let's let's leverage this a little bit. So, so at any rate, I have an online academy called Academy Epic that is all about equipping and empowering individuals, moms included, to take their health care back. But my background is 21 years in corporate America, so I blend and merge that corporate America leadership piece with our natural medicine piece. And then I do have several uh, coaches or, or practitioners, which I coach and mentor. I've had several practitioner offices. I've seen over 4,000 clients in my career. But we are all here about the moms right now. I think that's why we're here. Yeah, well, tell me how you got into holistic medicine. Again, listeners here have heard a little bit about it. They know that I'm a big fan. That's what we use primarily in our family. Christy, who we both know has been on the podcast talking, and I love to hear people's journey because most of the time it is a journey into holistic medicine and holistic health care. How did you get into that field? Well, I will tell you, in the 11th hour of a disease, I literally was on my, my knees and saying, God, wow. if you will heal this, I will share it forever. I will make that commitment. And it, w- it was a tough commitment to make. I had a diagnosis of fibromyalgia, one of the worst cases that my particular uh, specialist had seen in chronic fatigue syndrome. And, and you know, I tried everything conventional. It wasn't working. The pharmaceuticals definitely weren't working. And, and really, you know, fibromyalgia is very multifaceted. It's not just um, the bones hurting, it's not just swelling, it's multifaceted, and there's a lot of emotional components to that. And I healed myself. It was a journey. It was an experience. It was really being open to what God's message was for me. And when I made that commitment, I did not take it lightly because he He healed me. It's the bottom line. Through his pathways and guidance, guiding me to the right practitioners, I loved it. I was still in corporate America at the time, barely, but I was still there hanging on extremely ill. There were days I couldn't even get off the couch and depression and just everything you hear about. And I said, I'll teach it. And I began to get more certifications and more degrees. And, and you know, now I travel the United States on stages with some of the best medical doctors there are as we are really equipping and empowering people how to integrate because it's really about integration. So I, it was a journey. It was absolute journey. And I know there's a lot of moms that get this diagnosis usually with before their kids or even in their teenage years. And, and really it gets down to at the end of the day, it's that self love and it's taking care of self. And, you know, the Bible, which I won't start Bible thumping because you know, one wants to hear that, but the Bible clearly says, that, you know, we must fill our cup up. And if we don't have something in to give, then it goes back to that you're a mom quality or quantity time. And we want quality time with these children as we create them to be our future. And if mamas aren't happy, nobody's happy in the same way with just health in general. Yeah, I think that's all. That's a beautiful journey. And, you know, we discovered holistic medicine and, you know, same thing, couldn't really figure out what was going on, and that led us to that path. And I'm so grateful now as I'm getting older and, you know, all the different opportunities that I see and I get to take. I mean, I just had an acupuncture appointment yesterday that was heavenly, and um, so many 
amazing way that our bodies can heal themselves. I'm blown away, really. The more I learn, I just am fascinated with the way that God created our bodies. But I think a couple of key things you said that I want to pick out and unpack a minute. Women are getting diagnosed. Why do you think women are getting diagnosed with so many different autoimmunes in those, you know, I would say it seems like around the in the 30s that I see a lot of women being diagnosed, and I'm not the expert, but do you see a pattern with that, and why do you think it is? Uh, we definitely see a pattern in all the offices in which I support as their directors. What happens is we, we get married um, as women. We find a love of our life. We start having children because that's what we do. And we lose ourselves not only in being the spouse and the parent, the mom, but we lose ourselves. And we get into the 30s, and if we're not bitter, that's a surprise. Um, because mm. typically we start getting bitter in that moment because we've, we've lost ourselves and society encourages us to lose ourselves. Society says, wow, if you go have a, a girl's night out, that's selfish or, oh, super mom over here, we're trying to compare ourselves to or the perfect wife for the husband. I mean, we have all these emotions and, and we could do an entire talk on emotions, but lots of studies coming out of Europe on emotions and how they stay within our body. And if those emotions aren't processed and addressed, then they literally stay in the body creating these trigger points or matrix congestion. And so what happens is, one, we start having a thyroid imbalance, which during pregnancy, the third trimester, our thyroid gets up to double the size anyways, and it takes time for it to go back to where it needs to be. But we're iodine deficient. I don't know anyone in the U.S. that's not iodine deficient. On top of that, that area of the body is where we speak up and we speak our needs without guilt and without hesitation. So we've got several things going on at this stage. One, we have a thyroid imbalance, not only iodine, but not speaking up for our needs, for whatever the emotional component that's tied to that is. And two, we have all these unprocessed emotions of we don't have time to deal with it, we won't deal with it, confrontation's negative, all this junk that we're fed by the media And we get to this point, this was me, we get to the point where we're in our 30s and we hurt, we ache, we're not happy, there's no joy, we've lost ourselves. At the end of the day, we lost ourselves. I have chills because um, I don't think you've ever heard me speak, but it it is my mantra. I basically, you know, stand on my chair and yell it at these women in love to to take a look in the mirror, to really just stop and take a breath. And I tell every man that's sitting in the session, I said, look, if you're here, your greatest gift you can give your woman is to give her a weekend away just to reconnect with herself, just to start asking questions. Who am I? What is inside? And and I love that. And I'm such a fan of getting what's inside out, however that looks for you, journaling, um, you know, talking it through, whatever is necessary, because I was a stuffer of that pain for years, and I, too, saw the results of that, of how that led to thyroid. I love that you approach that. So many women in their 30s get um, diagnosed with thyroid disorders, and if that's you, if you're listening right now, listen to these words from this wise doctor. Take them and apply them. So what would you say? So, so there is a mom. She's listening. She's aching physically. She's aching emotionally in silence, maybe. What do you say to her right now? I say, one, you're a child of God, and this is not how it was intended. Mm. Two, you don't have to live this way. There are alternatives that are not going to break the bank. That is beyond getting a basic TSH number from your medical doctor that 
is not how you really view if a thyroid is functioning properly within what you need it to function. So TSH is just one of the tests. But find a practitioner. I mean, on our site, academyepic.com, we have a list of practitioners. Uh, you know, they could shoot an email. I will find them a practitioner that's realistic, affordable, practical um, in their market. I have connections all over the world, actually, and definitely all over the U.S. to find someone to help them because we as women not only deserve it and are worthy of health, we need to be health because we are that lighthouse. We are that beacon. We are the support and the infrastructure of our entire families and for many times our community. Our children are watching us. What example uh-huh. are we setting? It's so true. I, I often tell moms just what you've said, that, you know, if we want to see what kind of mothers our children are going to be, again, look in the mirror. They will model what a, what we do. It's funny. I had a, a friend recently, and um, she was talking about, you know, stepdaughters that she's about to get remarried and she was talking about that and she said well these girls won't talk to me and they don't have a role model I said oh absolutely they do you are their role model whether they see it I mean whether they say it or not they're watching everything you do our children are so aware of the way we speak to ourselves the way we treat ourselves the way we care for ourselves or don't care for ourselves they see it all I mean that's that's what I tell people I said if you really want to know me talk to my kids because they see mm-hmm. it all and they will tell you who this woman is. And and I think that's convicting, right? Because would we want our children treating themselves the way that we often neglect our you know, ourselves? I know we wouldn't. We would not. No. We do not no. speak life. We have a tendency not to speak life into ourselves. Yeah. So what's the first step? What's one thing they can do? Number one, to take care of themselves, would you say? If someone is listening and they're like, I've not done it, I don't even know where to start, what does that first step of self-love look like? The first step I like to work with my clients, and when I'm on these stages as well, is that mirror work. It's truly looking in the mirror at yourself and telling yourself, I love you. I love you. That is not arrogance. Mm -hmm. That is not prideful. Mm -hmm. That is biblical. And if you look in that mirror and say, I love you, I love you, I love you, I'm grateful, I'm grateful, I love you, I forgive you, I love you. And when you can do that consistently consistently without tears, without crying, you have now conquered the first hurdle of understanding that you're worthy of love. And then you take that next step of one time a month, you get one hour, just one hour, just one hour. You know, partner with someone to babysit the kids, have a in-laws, outlaws, spouse, whatever that looks like. There's someone that you can trust for one hour a month, one hour, to go do something you enjoy. And so whatever little voice just said, well, we have no money or whatever the excuses are, park benches are free. Just so you know. <laughs> you Amen. Can- you can go there and just love some sunshine, and I call that S-O-N shine, and just breathe the natural air. There's no snot on your shirt. There's no, uh, you know, candy on your tail. There's nothing. Nobody's bothering you. Just sit there and just love you and God and nature one hour a month. And then when you conquer that, give yourself a high five, and you move on to two hours a month. When we get the momentum and when we build our little voice, our ego, whatever you want to call it, with an alignment with what God has for you, 
and re, you refresh yourself, you are so powerful to the ripple effect of everyone around you. But when we're tired and exhausted and bitter, that's exactly what we get back, that same type of behavior. It's so true. Yesterday was a low day for me. I was not, you know, radiating light. And my 13-year-old daughter looked at me and she just said, Mom, what's wrong? And I, you know, can't lie because they see it. They see it all over (laughs) us. And I just said, you know, sweetheart, it's a low day. And she said, well, I just hope it gets better. And it just her saying that, her being the light to her mom helps it get better. But, boy, I love that because it reminds me when I first started really loving myself, you know, when I went through this, what you're talking about, I used to keep a blanket in the back of my car. And if I found myself with some free minutes, I would just pull over. I remember one time vividly pulling over next to a field. I took my blanket out. It was a beautiful sunny day. And I just laid down in the middle of someone's field. Thank goodness I didn't get shot. And I turned on some music. And I just, for 30 minutes, did nothing but was still. And it was one of the most beautiful moments. And so throw a blanket in your car. Again, Fields are free if you don't get shot. You're not trespassing. But um, you can find somewhere to go and just be in the sunshine. And if you are where I am, like I'm in Georgia, and we are just now barely getting some warm days. So by this time, I am craving sunshine. Like I am just every single day singing, Mr. Sun, Mr. Golden Sun, please, you know, come shine out on me because I am so ready for it. So if that is you, when you see those sunny days, don't waste it. Get out there. Do just what Angie is saying. Get out there and and just soak it in. I love that. All right. Well, we are almost done, believe it or not. This has been the fastest 15 minutes, and I'm sure everyone's going, wait, wait, not yet, not yet. What else do we need to know? I know you have written a great book. I know you have this website. What other wisdom do you want to impart on us? You know, I would love to partner with anyone out there that wants to bring a doctor mom uh, concept to your community. You can find all that information on our website. But really, it's really about the moms. It's really about taking your power back and your love back and making the ripple effect that our world needs, our country needs, and our kids needs. It's taking those Mm five-minute snapshots because you know what? Someone can make the socks later or they can wear unmatched socks, which are current style right now. But it is taking taking those five minutes and just be, just stand there and be and just just embrace all the blessings around you. When we see those blessings in the midst of the storm, more blessings come to us. And when we stand Mm -hmm. in our power to do our purpose as the mamas we were built to be, Two, more blessings come to us. So what we think is a crisis today that in three days we look and laugh and go, so they used a marker on the whole house. That's what paint's for. Put it in perspective. So if there's anything I can leave with, it's just put it all in perspective and learn why does this trigger me so that I can can grow and I can expand and I can become the mother, the woman, the spouse that God designed me to be. That's my encouraging words for every woman out there. I really think I just had you on the show so I could be encouraged. <laughs> like I have chills. I'm about to start crying. I think I need to run out into the sun. Um, yeah, that's beautiful. Those are all beautiful, powerful words. I wish they could all, these young mamas, because you and I both have older kids now. We've been doing this mama thing for a while. I love what you <laughs> said. I wish that 
active, right? That, you know, it's so cute on our Facebook page. We have a Facebook page for um, people using our curriculum. And I love the stories of the mom saying yes, right? They're like, oh, I said yes to the mud puddle today, even though I know it's going to be so much laundry. Or, you know, here's what my kid did today. They put on all these mismatched clothes and I let them wear it. And I just want to go, yes, that. It's all in perspective. That stuff's not going to matter. If you had to wash 30 loads of laundry, it's going to create great memories. If you get, I love the marker, right? Because we've all had kids Sharpie something they weren't supposed to. (laughs) But you don't remember that. I would, you know, now that our kids are grown, right? That that giggle. I remember when a daughter cut her hair, she cut her bangs off and I sobbed for two days. I mean, I thought she was going to be the ugliest little girl ever. And I put bows and I tried everything, hats, tried to cover it up. And now I just laugh that she just thought it looked so great. I mean, she's just so proud of her hair. But mm-hmm. everything is a crisis. But um, what what power forward? See, uh, everybody's going to be writing me going, oh, my gosh, have her back on. So I just adore your work, and I love your positive post, and I hope everyone looks you up. And I'm going to throw up your website information on the show notes. I'll put up your book. We'll put all that contact information. So don't panic. If you want to get in touch with Dr. Angie, I'm going to – Get that for you. I know that you have learned so much today, just like me. So as we close, thank you so much. And I hope all of you fall in love with yourself a little bit after listening to this, and then hopefully a lot. Thanks so much, Angie. I appreciate it. It was great having you on the show. Great. Thank you. God bless, everyone. You've been listening to The Real Kathy Lee. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. To find out more, check out therealkathylee.com. You can download us every Friday on iTunes or your favorite app to listen to the podcast. Hey, if this hot mess can rock motherhood, so can you.